0: 1022 says, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of the faith. That means I'm trusting in God's character. I have faith in his character. So I'm going to come before him and show that by having a conversation with him. The second thing that that uh, Wayne Gruden brings out is that prayer brings us into a deeper fellowship with God. He loves us and delights in our fellowship with him. How many times have you been with a friend and they have been so very glad to see you? It is like that only a million times more. He is so glad to have us come to him with our prayers and our supplications and our confessions and our adoration. He wants us to come before him. Isaiah 145, 18 says, The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. And I'm just going to point in here that we need to know God's word to know what truth is. And so when in our prayer life, we can bring in scripture to that prayer life and say, Lord, you promised you would never forsake me. It feels like I'm forsaken. And don't be afraid to say that. Don't be afraid to say, Lord, I don't feel you near to me. And he's just going to gently speak to your heart. And he's going to remind you that we don't live our life by feelings. We live our life by truth. And what the Bible says. And what the Bible says means that we need to be in his word in order to know what truth is. Um, So as our prayer life deepens, we experience a peace and a joy that only God can give us through fellowship with him. He gives us that peace that passes all understanding. The third thing that Wayne Gruden brings out, he says, In prayer, God allows us as creatures to be involved in activities that are eternally important when we pray the work of the kingdom the work of telling others about the lord of others coming to know him whether it's in our community or whether it's overseas wherever it is that's called kingdom work when we're praying for missionaries when we're praying for our church leaders when we're reaching out to others kingdom work means talking to people about knowing the lord as their savior and having them come to know him and it's a privilege to pray for others so in your prayer life pray for others Pray for specific requests that they give to you. And if you don't know what the specific request is, tell the Lord. I I don't know what they're struggling with today, but I want to lift them up before you. And I can't tell you how many times I've had someone come up to me later and say, you know, I, I was struggling with this, but I just sensed that the Lord was taking care of that situation. And it's amazing because you'll go, oh. I prayed for you. It was 3 o'clock in the morning, but I was praying for you, and I didn't know why. That's the way the Lord works in kingdom work. You'll, ha- you'll have that happen so many times that you won't want to miss those times. You'll start being more in tune to the Holy Spirit as he speaks to your heart, and you're just going to go, this is so exciting. And he's going to do it over and over as you grow in your walk with the Lord, as you grow in your prayer time with him. Um, my dad taught... Bible for decades, and he had many, many students who became missionaries, and he would receive missionary letters, and these letters are things he would pour over. You know how you mark in your Bibles with highlighters? He would highlight those missionary letters, and I would try to help him clean them out, and I would say, but dad, you know, this is five years old, and his comment was very simple. I don't know if the need has been met. So he would continue to pray for those. And so when you're involved in kingdom work, find some missionaries to pray for. Pray for your church leaders. Be involved in that. That's something that's so easy for us to get involved in. Um, Let me go ahead and go to our points. Thank you. So point one is approaching the throne of God. Why are we as believers able to pray to the Lord so freely? Jesus is our mediator. That's why. 1 Timothy 2.5 says, For there is one God and there is one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. Now think back to Old Testament times. You remember you read, when you studied about the temple, there was a curtain that was separating the holy of holies from everyone else. And only the high priest could go in there once a year. He had a chain attached to him or a rope just in case he hadn't been completely forgiven of his sins and if he hadn't sacrificed correctly he would have been dragged out dead because he was in the presence he was in the holy of holies and when jesus died for us that curtain was torn in two and we have direct access to the father and that's the most beautiful thing for us to think about and and also in in that access also when jesus was talking to his di- disciples he said i must go in order for the helper to come and so we know when we read in Hebrews, and that reference is there, that we have the Holy Spirit who indwells in us when we become believers. And I, ha- I have had times in my life when I really didn't know what to pray, when life was hard and it was a, a big struggle. And I would just be silent and know that the Holy Spirit was praying for me. That's so incredible when you think about that. But that is the gift that we receive when we become believers. We receive that gift of the Holy Spirit, and he helps us in our prayer life. So when you think to yourself, but I'm all by myself, no. As a believer, you have the Holy Spirit indwelling with you, and he is the one who's helping you with that prayer life. All right, I'm skipping around in my notes here. I want to know if there has been an experience in your life, a time in your life when life was so heavy or you were angry or so overjoyed that you didn't know what to pray. And that's really what I'm talking about. When our oldest son was about 14 years old, he was diagnosed with Hodgkin's disease. And, you know, those of you who have been through something like this, you know that you're you feel like your life stops for a moment. Um, when you go in to have the radiation appointments or the chemo appointments, you feel like Life has, sti- just time has stood still, and it's a hard time, um, but it's a time of, of growth also, and I remember sitting, kneeling in our, in our pantry, the door is shut, I needed time by myself, and just crying out to the Lord, what do you want me to do? How can I, how can I help James? What, how, what, what, are you, what are you doing to our family? Because yeah, that's okay to ask that too, it's okay to struggle with those kind of things, and I remember just lifting up my hands, and I felt hands holding my hands now ladies i wish my prayer life was like that every single day because that's what it can be like but for that moment i felt that and that is what i long for my prayer life to be every day to feel that presence of the holy spirit with me praying with me healing me giving me a peace that passes understanding it is so beautiful so when you feel something when you experience something like that Let it be something that you long for and work for every time by having a daily time of prayer with the Lord. It doesn't have to be a regimented thing. It can be five minutes. It can be 15 minutes. It can be five hours. I don't know what your time looks like. But make sure that you're spending time with the Lord in prayer every day. If you had a friend who only called you when they needed something, you know where I'm going. What would that be like? What would you, what, how would you feel? Would you feel like that person loved you or cared about you or wanted that relationship to grow? You, know, you would kind of think, well, that was nice, but what do they want this time, the next time they would call? So when, with the Lord, he wants us to come before him on a regular basis, and so just do it. Just come before him on a regular basis. And he wants us also to join in his kingdom work. Um, And, of course, kingdom work means that we pray for missionaries, that we pray for believers around the world. Um, If you don't know a missionary to pray for, find one of us. Contact the church. We've got plenty of missionaries to pray for. Um, With kingdom work, I'm watching my watch, but with kingdom work, we had – I have a nephew who who has passed away. But he was going through a hard time, and I remember – The Lord really put him on my heart, and I used to wake up at 3 o'clock every morning, and I knew it wasn't an alarm I set. It was something that the Lord did. He would wake me up at 3 o'clock every morning, and it almost became funny because I would wake up, I'd look at the clock, it's 3 o'clock, and I knew it was time to pray for Jonathan. That was something that the Lord just brought on my heart. It's something that I did every single time. And the blessing of that is I was able to pray for him. And then he was we were able to have phone conversations. I was able, even though he was going through very difficult times, hear him say three times that he had accepted the Lord as his savior. So that kingdom work was beautiful. As I prayed for him to come to know the Lord, to have that assurance of faith, I had asked the Lord, please show me that he knows you as his savior. And in a phone call, he told me three times and it was so beautiful. That's what kingdom work is is. And that's what it means to be involved in kingdom work. It's not always a missionary. Sometimes it is just someone that you know that needs to know the Lord, that doesn't know the Lord as as their Savior. Or maybe you're wondering, do they know the Lord as their Savior? And you ask the Lord for a time with them, to have a conversation with them, be intentional with that. And these are all things, when I'm saying to you, these are all things that you talk about the Lord with. This is all during your prayer time. This is the time that you're spending with him. I have a friend in college, I just want to tell you, this is kind of a chuckle, I, I didn't know her very well, and she, she and I were going to a haircut appointment, and she prayed for a parking spot because we were running late, and I remember thinking, that's the funniest thing, I've, I've never heard anyone pray for a parking spot, pray for salvation, pray for the house to, to be able to get the house that you want, but I've never heard anyone pray for a parking spot. But to her, it was the most normal thing in the world because she would bring everything to the Lord in prayer. And that's beautiful. And that's what I want us to have in our lives, too, that we bring everything to the Lord in prayer. Um, And you're going to see your your prayer life blossom. You're going to find yourself talking to him when you're walking talking to him when you're working, talking to him when you're gardening. You're, you're going to, the more you talk with him, the closer that you're going to feel, and I don't like that word, but the closer you will be to the Lord because you're putting your trust in him and his character. You know that he's listening to you. The, the Bible tells us that he's listening to you. I'm, I'm used to, when I used to run, I don't anymore. There, yeah, <laughs> when I used to run, I used to go along a pathway, and sometimes I would find the funniest-looking bugs. And it was, and while I'm running, I'm praying, and I would look at that bug, and I said, Lord, that's so funny. And I realized that is so sweet that even when I'm praying to the Lord, I can look at his creation, and I can laugh with him at how funny that bug was that he created. That's the sweetness that I'm talking about. There is a sweetness that develops as you develop your prayer life with him. So those of you um, know Dr. Seuss, you know, the green eggs and ham, you can eat them in the car and the train and okay, so keep that in your head and I'm going to close with this little thing that I wrote, pray, pray aloud, silently by yourself, collectively in a closet with a friend with your eyes open or closed. Pray for repentance, for growth, for decisions, salvation for others, five minutes or 30 minutes, Pray. Pray when you have heartache, when you're walking, when you're happy, when you're sad, when you need understanding, just pray. Did you hear Dr. Seuss in there? Just a little of that green eggs in him. Um, And the last thing that I want to just tell you is that Linda is going to come up and just teach a method called Acts, and you can see that in front of you, and she's going to teach all about that. But I want to tell you the first time that I heard about people praying this way was in a Bible study And it was a leadership bible study and they said this is how we're going to pray and my first response was this is going to take forever and and the ladies started praying and there was like they they were going on in adoration over and over and i thought surely we're going to be done soon i'm being honest with you and i learned in praying this acronym to relax before the lord I learned that it is all about him. and I learned that my relationship with him can grow, but I need to be intentional in that relationship with him. So that's what I wanted to leave you with. Now Linda is go- we're going to have another song by McKenna, and then Linda is going to come up and teach us about this acronym. So the next song we have is going to be um, Cast My Cares Upon You. And this is a song I grew up with. My um, I, I was very blessed to have grown up with two parents who taught us hymns and old songs like these growing up. And so this is one I'm very familiar with. So I'd like for you all to stand and to sing along with us. And just make this your prayer. Because I love listening to this song. It's one of my favorite songs to sing. But oftentimes I have to stop myself and be like... Eh, do I mean this? Am I really going to cast all my cares upon him? Am I really going to lay all of my burdens at, at his feet? And it, when I don't know what to do, is that something I'm going to do? Am I going to obe- be obedient and say, Lord, here's the situation, even if it's as simple as a pu- finding a parking space. I know I've done that before. <laughs> Are we going to surrender it to him and prayer? I don't know what to do. I'll cast all my cares upon you. I will cast all my cares upon you.